Hello, this is Reverend Judith Laxer. Wherever you are tuning in from, all over our precious Mother Earth, thank you for listening to the podcast of our service entitled Reunion. My wish is that the food for thought offered nourishes your soul. The Guy's Temple Ministry is sustained by generous donations such as yours, and we need your financial support. If everyone who listened in donated just $3, that would ensure our continuance. If you feel served by listening and wish to donate to help support our ministry, please push the donate button now and give generously. We'd be most grateful. Thank you. Happy holidays. And here we are. My friends, welcome to Gaia's Temple. Thanks so much for showing up in person. Uh, To those of you who will be viewing this later, so sorry for all the technical trouble we've had. We've had a lot of technical trouble, both with YouTube, which if I had known that you need 24 hours before YouTube will let you live stream from a new device, I would have logged on yesterday, and so we said, that's okay, we still have Zoom, and for some reason here in this sanctuary, we're unable to make that connection for another 30 minutes. So what we're going to do is record this service uh, on the generous auspices of our tech crew here at Shoreline UU Church, and we will upload it later to our YouTube channel. So those of you here are the ones going to get this live, and I'm just so grateful that you're here. Thank you so much. So I want to begin, as I always do, by acknowledging that I and you are here on the unceded lands of the first people of Seattle, the Duwamish, uh, past and present, and we honor with gratitude this land and the Duwamish tribe. It feels so good to be back here in person with you in this space, uh, and Zoom and live stream, blah, 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 because here and together we build our faith and we tend to our hearts and our souls and our minds and we find peace in shared community. I'm Reverend Judith Laxer and I'm so honored that you've chosen to spend an hour or so of your time here with me and this loving community in Gaia's Temple. So we, uh, I will ask if you haven't already to turn off your cell phones for anything that might ding or ping or let you know that they want you, and we'll let ourselves really enter into the sacred without disruption for a while. And I'm going to introduce our board president, Reverend Karina Frenzel, who has, of course, some announcements to make. Hello, everyone. Oh, this is not on. Hello. Can you hear me? There oh, we there go. we go. Yay! <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome. I am Reverend Karina Frenzel, board president, and I have a few announcements. First of all, please subscribe to our YouTube channel so you could stay engaged with our temple with our online offerings. Secondly, our Yule celebration will be in person next Saturday, December 17th, here at 7 p.m. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so please bring a dripless candle in a container your potluck dish, and dishes to use for the feast afterwards. In addition, we are looking for volunteers to help us set up and take down. So if that is you and you are interested in helping us out, please contact Reverend Judith. And to register for the event, please make sure you visit our event page at Guy's Temple. And I also have a flyer out on the networking table. I can't believe I'm saying the networking table again. But here we go. There's a flyer on the networking table that you can pick up a flyer for more details. 
Okay, so we have a song that we're going to sing just to kind of get the energy moving in here before we create our official sacred space. So we'll put the lyrics to that up on the wall. Aren't we so high tech now? We've got it on the wall. This beautiful song and uh, just we'll sing it a couple of times through so uh, join in when you catch on. It's in every one of us to be wise. Find your heart, open up both your eyes. We can all know everything without It's in every one of us by and by. It's in every one of us by and by. One more time. It's in every one of us. To be wise, find your heart, open up both your eyes. We can all know everything without ever knowing why. It's in such a lovely song so true all right well let's create our sacred space so if you would take a moment now close your eyes go within let's take a nice deep breath together <sighs> take a moment now and call all the pieces and parts of you home so any part of you that is projected into your future stuck in your past distracted by any one of the million things that life offers up to distract us, gently ask all those pieces and parts of you to come home so that you can be here now. And breathe into that presence. And as you exhale, begin to ground yourself to the earth. Imagine that you can grow a taproot from the base of your spine that grows downward, downward, downward through the chair, through the floor, through the foundation of the building, and deep into Mother Earth. Feel how she opens to receive your taproot as you send yours down, strong and sure, dropping as deep as it needs to go so that you feel really held by her. And when that taproot arrives where it feels best, go ahead and send out smaller little branches, reaching out, taking hold. Reach out to all the mycelium deep underneath the soil. Get yourself 
deeply connected to Mother Earth. Breathe life into all of those roots. And now imagine that those roots become porous and you can start to drink the energy of Mother Earth up into them and draw them up inside yourself. And know that what you drink in from Mother Earth is nourishing and sustaining and beautiful and delicious. And most of all, her unconditional love. And draw that energy in through your roots, into your main taproot. Draw it up, up, up. Let her transfer over into your spine. Keep drawing her up, up, up. And when she arrives in your heart, let her rest there for a moment. Take a deep breath to make more room for her. And let her just rest there now. Let's look to the heavens and we'll find the moon. She is waning now in Leo. Beautiful full moon earlier this week. Now she's in Leo, warm, fiery. Draw that beautiful silver moon down the wise crone from the heavens, and draw that silvery light down onto you and into you. Imagine she comes in through your crown, and she makes her way down into your heart as well. She comes down through your head, your neck, into your chest, and finally in your heart. And when she arrives there, once more, breathe deeply. Leaving the earth and the moon there in your heart, Look once more to the heavens and find the Sagittarius sun. And imagine that golden, warming, protective, life-giving light pouring from the heavens, from the sun, right down through you, into you, making his way all the way into your heart. And once more, when he arrives, breathe deeply. Good, now in a moment, I'm gonna ask us to take a big, deep, collective breath together. And this time, when we exhale, I'd like you to imagine that you can use your exhalation to push these three cosmic energies of earth, moon, and sun straight forward outside of your body. We'll imagine it circling all around us, creating our safe and sacred space. So here we go, deep breath. And out it goes. In this way, we say we have stepped between the worlds. What is between the worlds is not affected by the worlds, but can heal and transform. And so we say our circle is cast in perfect love and perfect trust. Blessed be. Blessed be. All right, I'm going to ask Tema to come on up and light the elemental candles as we sing them in. So we start first here on this right side with uh, Earth in the North. Here we go. Spirits of the Earth, carry me. Spirits of the Earth, uh-oh, carry me home. Spirits of the Earth, carry me home to my heart. Should have checked that lighter, air in the east. Spirits of the air, carry me. Spirits of the air, carry me home. Spirits of the air. 
fire in the south. Spirits of the fire carry me. Spirits of the fire carry me home. Spirits of the West. Spirits of the water carry me. Spirits of the water carry me. Spirits of the for the invocation. And we'll put those words up there. They're already there. Magic! Poof! All right, read with me, everyone. Great Mother, giver of all life, be with us. Cosmic Mother, pregnant with possibility, be with us. Today we rejoice in reunion, be with us. We are grateful to be together again, be with us. To gather together as the nights lengthen toward the solstice, be with us. At this holy time on the wheel of the year, be with us. As the solar year draws to a close, be with us. Mother of the world, bless our community and be with us. We gather on this fine day to be in your presence, be with us. Blessed be. Blessed be. Thank you, Tema. All right. So, you know, I meant to say this at the last service and totally spaced it. So I remembered now. So even though it's a whole moon and a half later, uh, for those of you, I believe it was the October service where you might remember the story that I told where there was a gentleman who parked in my parking space at my office and I was using that story as a uh, spiritual lesson at the time and uh, about you know taking responsibility and, and rather than just say, yes, I parked in your parking lot and in your parking space and I shouldn't have, I'm you know, so sorry, he kept arguing with me about how he accidentally parked there even though the sign was like, do not park here, okay. So I use this, this thing. Anyway, the next time I went back to my office, there was an envelope taped to my door. And it, when I opened up the envelope, there was a note that said, I'm so sorry about accidentally parking in your spot the other day. Please enjoy the gift card. And there was a gift card for $25 to a local coffee shop. So blessed be Kyle, if you happen to be watching, thank you so much for the coffee since you accidentally used my parking spot. <laughs> All right, so here we are, my friends, together in person again. Yahoo, that's why I called this service Reunion. It just feels so wonderful to be standing up here with all of you. It's been almost three years. Our last service in person was February of 2020. So it's kind of weird because it feels, I don't know about you, but to me it feels like there's this chunk of our lives that was sort of pulled away, you know, and now we're kind of getting back to it. 
Um, it feels wonderful, but it also feels a little strange, you know? Um, seeing people at my office again feels a, a little strange. It's kind of like, whoa, what was that blip on the radar, you know? Like, did that really happen? Yep, it really, really happened. It is very common for us to want to put hardships behind us, like to move on, I just want to forget about that. Truth is, we're not completely through it. It might not be at pandemic status, but this virus is, is not over, and it's not complete, and we still have to be very, very careful. Um, so I want to encourage us not to forget what happened. Not to dwell on the hardships, but so that we don't try to just turn the clocks back in time, expecting everything to be exactly like it was before, because it's not like it was before. And we are not going back to exactly what it was before. Uh, when, we, when we do that, when we acknowledge that this actually happened and we don't forget what took place, in a way we kind of honor the changes that we've been through as we move forward. So I think it's important for us to work to integrate our experiences and the lessons that they brought us, that we were given uh, in our lives, to integrate them into our lives so that we are whole, that we're not trying to just deny a huge thing that happened. I think sometimes when we deny big things that happen, it's a coping mechanism in the moment, and sometimes that's appropriate because we can only cope with whatever it is we can in the moment, but to keep denying something big that has happened is not healthy, and it's not whole. And that's what we are striving for in our spiritual path, is wholeness, to include all the good and all the bad, and integrate it in a way that helps us mature and hold the wholeness of our lives. It's just a healthier way of going. We are never more acute uh, acutely aware of wholeness than I think we are at the winter solstice or certainly this time of year uh, because we must embrace the darkness of winter as part of wholeness as well. And most of us really prefer the warm sunny days over the cold rainy uh, northwest winters that we have here. Um, so when we come to this time of year, it's like, oh yeah, wholeness, right. We have to embrace the darkness. We can't just celebrate the light, the light, the light. It has to be everything. Good, bad, light, dark, day and night, all of it. So for close to three years, our lives have been completely interrupted by the COVID virus. We have been more isolated than we have ever been before in our lives, most of us, many of us. We've had to drop our plans, our familial routines, our traditional gatherings, and our expectations about how things are going to go. We have had to learn patience, how many people here have learned that yet? <laughs> we've had to become more resourceful in finding our way. And in many ways, we've had to live without many of our needs being met. Life will challenge us that way from time to time. And we don't like that. We like to have our needs met. We always want to have our needs met. And the times when we don't, um, they stretch us. They stretch us, they force us to grow. We have had to count our blessings more fervently to counter the sense of dread and fear and, and upset. I have been, you know, like, what a blessing I woke up today. What a blessing I have these slippers on my feet. What a blessing there are tea bags in the cupboard, you know, like that specific. 
because, like I said, of the dread of what this thing was and meant and did and the fear and the upset. So this experience has changed us. Life changes us all the time, but emergency situations surely do. Hardships change us. They test us. They show us where we are firmly rooted, and they show us where we fly off the handle. They show us what we can easily cope with and what we can't. They show us how we react and respond when things become serious. Right? Hardship forces us to grow and mature, like I said, whether we like it or want to or not. It forces us to adapt and to realize that we can adapt, we are adaptable creatures. It forces us to learn acceptance of the things that we simply have no control over. Now, this is always true. This is always true. We have no control. We live in illusion that we have control. Of course, I have control over everything, but most of us don't have much control, right? So this is true all the time. But hardship brings that awareness that we are not in control right to our front door. We, we, we can't pretend about that. It forces us, therefore, to contemplate our faith. What do we believe in? Where do I put my faith? How can I hold myself in a faithful way when I'm encountering something that I don't like that is really, really difficult and I can't change it? You know, that's been our growing edge. Uncomfortable, sticky, yick. Nobody likes it, nobody wants it. But it has, it has made us grow. Look how grown up we all are. It's amazing. The other thing about this is that it truly was global, right? I mean, we all know pandemic means everywhere, all over. Um, you know, it's so funny about like the word pandemic, the word pan, comes from the god pan. And uh, a panic, like when you have panic or a panic attack, that is the god pan who caused all kinds of chaos. He enjoyed, you know, causing the chaos. Uh, this wasn't all that much enjoyable, but anyway, so much for pan. That went over very well. Anyway, it was global. It was a pandemic. It was everywhere. Every single person on this planet was affected by COVID in one way or another. All of us knew about it. All of us were affected by it. Every single one. The estimated 7.837 billion of us on the planet. You know, when we talk about everyone, you know, uh, this, this truly was everyone, right? Every soul on Mother Earth knows about and had been affected by COVID. The scope of that is humongous, and it's unprecedented in our lifetime. And probably, truly, in all of recorded history, you know, because of the technology that we have now, we have access to know what's happening everywhere in the moment, except today over Zoom and YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, in the past, in history, there could be like a huge event that happens in one country and a country on the other side of the world might not know about it or certainly might not know about it in the moment. But we truly feel ourselves as part of a global community in a way we never did before. It really was unprecedented. And that causes all kinds of reactions and responses to this global health crisis that we were not prepared for. And we have learned 
because of this also, that we don't all want the same things, and we don't all agree on how to manage hardship and crisis and emergency. And we don't all think of the same methods to move forward in agreement. We are very, very different about that. And that is also humongous. The rifts that have happened in community, in family, between friends, in this nation, in the world, unprecedented. I think what also has happened, because we're not used to dealing with hardships and this huge level like this, that things that might have been, you know, a little squitchy between people and families, like really ignited and grew way beyond whatever the individual situation warranted. Everybody's just been so on edge that we've, we've exploded, and it's been huge. So I think what we need to do now is to work on integrating this experience in a really good, healthy way, so that, first of all, it wasn't all in vain, and we need to ensure our psychological and spiritual growth because of it. So a way that I thought we could do that uh, as we come back together in person, uh, as we seem to be adjusting our lives back toward being more social again, today is an example, uh, first time back, is really to return to the basics, to contemplate the elements of nature, earth, air, fire, water, and ether or spirit, as a way to hold this big experience that we've been through. So I'm going to ask you once more to close your eyes and go within. I'm going to lead us on a little guided meditation now. So take a couple of deep breaths and reestablish your connection to your grounding cord. Find yourself deeply rooted and held. And then bring your attention up to your third eye in the center of your forehead. Imagine it like an actual eye like your other two. Go ahead and open it up and look out through it into your imagination. And find yourself sitting in front of your altar, or an altar. And that altar is holding representations of the elements, earth, air, fire, water, and spirit, on a day in deep winter such as this one a day when we know twilight will arrive around 4.30 this afternoon as we anticipate the solstice when the light will begin to grow again. So gaze at this altar for a moment and notice the objects on it. Maybe there's a stone or an animal bone or a crystal in the north for earth, some incense or a feather in the east for air, a lit candle in the south for fire, a chalice holding water in the west. And in the center are two figurines of goddess and god standing in the middle space of a beautiful wreath of fresh evergreens. And we remember that these are the basic elements that create our reality. So look to the north of the altar now and find the object representing earth, the material plane all the tangibles of our lives. And remember that the earth element corresponds to our bodies as well as the planet's body. So think about your body now, your beautiful body, the temple of your spirit. 
And then bring to mind any of the changes that your body has gone through in the last three years. Maybe you've put on a few, or maybe you've lost a few. Maybe you got COVID along the way, or some other condition that forced you into a healing crisis. Maybe you cut your hair, or grew a beard, or any one of a number of physical changes. Bring those changes to mind now. And then send your body some love. Love your body for all the changes it went through and is going through. Let your body know that you love and appreciate it and all it has done for you. Love your body now. Good, and now look to the east of the altar and find the object representing air. And remember that the air element corresponds to our consciousness, our, our mental capacity, our thoughts, our inspirations, our memories. And bring to mind any of the changes that your consciousness has made in the last three years. New perspectives, understandings. What are your strongest memories from this time? What do you know now that you didn't know when the pandemic began? Take a moment to bring this to mind now. And then send your mind some love. Love your mind for all the changes it went through and it's going through. Love your mind. Let your psyche know that you love it and you appreciate it and all it does for you. Love your mind now. And now look to the south on the altar and find the object representing fire. And remember that the fire element corresponds to our energy, our vitality, our passion. And bring to mind any of the changes that your energy has made in the last three years. Maybe you have less energy. Maybe you've been storing it up and now you're raring to go. Maybe your passions have changed. Take a moment to consider this now. What's changed energetically for you? And now send your energy some love. Love your energy for all the changes it went through and is going through. Love your energy now. Good, and now look to the west of the altar and find the object representing water. And we remember that water element corresponds to our emotions, our compassion, and our intuition. Bring to mind any of the emotional changes that you have experienced in the last three years. Maybe you've fallen in love or fallen out of love. Maybe your intuition has opened up more than usual, or maybe your ability to feel has increased, or maybe you've shut your emotions down. Don't judge the changes, just notice what they are. Notice the changes in your emotions. 
And now send love to your heart. Love your emotional heart for all the changes that it went through and is going through. Love your heart now. Good, and now look to the center of the altar and find the objects there. Maybe your eye falls on the goddess, maybe it falls on the god, or maybe on the wreath. And you remember that in the center is the place of spirit, your faith. And your faith is the glue that holds it all together. So contemplate your faith now. And not just what you believe in, but also how strong your beliefs are. Think about the spiritual changes that you've gone through in these past three years. Do you feel stronger spiritually, like you've grown? Do you feel less faithful, like you've regressed? Again, there's no right answer, no wrong answer, no good or bad way to be. Just notice the spiritual changes for you since the pandemic changed all of our lives. Do that now. And then send love to your spirit. Love your spiritual self. Nourish your soul with all the love you can muster now for all the changes that it went through and is going through. Love the spiritual being that you are. And now take a really deep breath. And as you inhale and exhale, feel all the love that you have given to yourself spinning in every cell of your being. Feel it healing you as it integrates. And then gently open your eyes and come back here. So Pam is going to lead us in a lovely chant right now, and we can put the words up there for us. Or did I, I, I might not have given you a slide for these because it's such a simple little chant. Oh, there they are. Poof. Magic. <laughs> All right. Hello. Hello. Okay. So the words, you might know this one. It's earth my body. You like this? Water my blood air my breath, and fire my spirit. So let's all do, uh, go that away so you don't bang your neighbor, fire my spirit. So here it goes, earth my body, water my blood, air, air my, my breath, breath and, and fire, fire my, my spirit. spirit. <clears throat> it's been so long since I've sung. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire. 
blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. Two more. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. A little quiet. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. On a hum. silence. Thank you, Pam. I have been known to use that song when I'm stressed out. Earth, you know, real quiet. Earth, my body, my body, Anyway, in the grocery store, at the bank, in the doctor's office. It's a good way to remind yourself and to integrate the experience and keep yourself grounded. So, on the wheel of the year, we are about to approach the winter solstice, the time of Yule, the longest night, the deep peace of winter, the time of dormancy and gestation is upon us. In winter, we share our resources. I think that is the origin of the gift giving that has become the madness of consumerism in our modern day age. But originally, it was because we had resources to share, and if we shared them within community, we ensured that the entire community made it through the, the harshness of winter. Uh, we help one another through the difficulties of the weather. We gather around a fire to stay warm. We distract ourselves with good stories and good books or a good movie. Uh, becoming and staying warm goes a long way when it goes beyond the temperature, right? Being kind to each other, being generous to each other. Uh, I've often wondered like, why it's so easy at this time of year to be generous and kind, extra generous and kind, you know, paying it forward, buying the next person their coffee, you know. And then January comes and we go back to our selfish little leave me alone selves. I will never quite understand that. So the joy of reunion happens because we are social creatures. No man is an island. We need one another for companionship, for love, for affection, for relatedness, to share our stories, to be heard and also witnessed. That is very, very human of all of us. Mostly, we like to belong. We like to feel that we are belonging. And um, why wouldn't we want to belong? Like we're part of, bigger, uh, part of something bigger than is just ourselves. So whether you are here in person or in the future watching on our YouTube channel or listening to the podcast, Gaia's Temple is a place where you belong. You are always welcome here. You can trust, whether near or far, that you have a place in this community. You belong here, you are welcome here, and you are necessary here. For close to three years, we have not sung the song that I believe is so near and dear to our hearts, the song that we have used to celebrate our lives by birthday month at the beginning of each service, the When Your Magic. So for those of you who don't know, we, we started using that song many moons ago when we still had a youth program, and the kids would start the service with us, and then uh, we would sing them down a little. We would make a, a tunnel across the... Uh, 
the aisle there and the kids would go down through it while we sang When You're Magic and they would go to their youth program and, and that's how we would uh, say goodbye to the kids during the service. And uh, then the youth program, you know, the kids grew up and then we didn't, there were no more young kids so we had to disband our youth program and we really missed our When You're Magic song. So uh, we, I decided that we were going to sing it every month anyway and that the people whose birthday month it was, they would go through the tunnel. So we just continued it. But for three years we have not been able to sing that song. So I thought what we would do today, that's why we didn't do it at the beginning of the service. And this actually was Noemi's idea. So thank you so much, Treasurer Noemi Shapiro. Many of us have had three birthdays since we have sung this song together, since we have been able to walk through our sweet loving tunnel that our community makes down the center here. So uh, we thought that we would do that today for everybody. So what I thought we would do is the people who are sitting on the very aisle would come there and put their arms together and create the tunnel, and the rest of us would go through while we sing the When Your Magic song, uh, which the lyrics will, I think, go up there in a moment. And uh, then when you get to the end, there, I didn't give them the lyrics. We don't have a slide for the lyrics. No problem, you'll catch on. It's a pretty simple song. Um, when you get to the end, then come back and form the top of it again until all of us have gone through kind of a junior reel kind, you know. And we'll just keep singing that song while everybody goes through so we can bless all of us who have been born and remind us of who we are. Because here are the lyrics to the song in case you've never sung it. When you're magic, anything can happen. When you're magic, you're a shining star. Listen to the moonlight call your name. You know who you are. Believe in magic. Let it carry you to wonders near and far. Love is magic. Love is true. Love is who you are. When you're magic, anything can happen. When you're magic, you're a shining star. Listen to the moonlight. Call your name. You know who you are. So let's sing it and make the tunnel. We'll keep going. We'll sing it three times through. I'm sure by then we'll all go through. So those on the end, form that little tunnel together. And the rest of us come around to the front. And here we go. When you're magic, anything can happen. When you're magic, you're a shining star. Listen to the moonlight call your name. You know who you are. Believe in magic, let it carry you through wonders near and far. Love is magic, love is true. Love is who you are. When you're magic, anything can happen. When you're magic, you're a shining star. Listen to the moonlight. You guys on the end, come up and around and come through. Believe in magic, let it carry you to wonders near and far. Love the, the, the ones on the end, come around and go through again. Get your blessings when you're magic. Anything can happen when you're magic. You're a shining star. Listen to the moonlight call your name. You know who you are. Believe in magic. Let it carry you to wonders near and far. Love is magic. Love is true. Love is 
you're magic Anything can happen when you're magic You're a shining star Listen to the moonlight Call your name Okay, you may be seated. <laughs> I didn't go through it. Sorry, I'll do it in January. <laughs> the musicians never get to do the things. Oh, boy, it feels so good to sing that song with you again. So, my friends, may you and yours be safe and healthy and happy throughout this holiday season and well into 2023. May you carry peace and goodwill in your heart as much as you can, as often as you can, and may you encounter it everywhere you go and in everything that you do. May goodwill emerge and grow with the sunlight from our time of dreaming in the dark. Uh, blessed be. Blessed be. Let's get a blessed be. And there we go. So that podcast ends now. All right. <laughs>